Welcome to the You Need More Money podcast. I'm your host, Matt Monero, where I come to you every week from my studio in Dallas, Texas. What an unbelievable last five days for me. Just off the charts, my head is spinning from it. It started last Wednesday night in Las Vegas, where we did the You Need More Money book launch party, followed up on Thursday with attending uh, the Grant Cardone 10X Growth Con, and then flying back to Dallas to speak on Friday night at my buddy Rick Sapio's event, which is called Business Finishing School. And those three events were so unique and different that I'm trying to still put the pieces of the puzzle together. I just texted my friend Grant Cardone, and I said, congratulations, my friend. You have just solidified yourself to the world as one of the greatest of all time. He did that. That 10X growth con in Las Vegas, in which 9,000 people came together in a massive auditorium to listen to some of the best speakers on the planet, while it felt big, Cardone was also able to make it small and meaningful to the attendees. And then when I came back to Dallas and went to my buddy Rick Sapio's event, which is about 250 people in which they talk only about culture and mission statement and purpose and simplicity, it was such a complete opposite. The, the bigness of 10X and yet the purpose-driven mindset of business finishing school has just sort of left me a little bit confused. How big do I have to go? And when I go that big, what do I leave behind? Do I leave time with my kids behind? Do I leave time with my wife behind? Do I leave my health behind? Do I leave my company behind? When I'm trying to go so big. And it's very, very confusing. And if you went to the 10X Growth Con, I guarantee you, your brain is thinking the exact same thing. But it's very difficult to determine whether or not 10X Growth Con or Business Finishing School or even my book launch party was education or was it entertainment? Because you've got to make decisions after events like that. If you don't make the decisions, if you don't draw a line in the sands, if you don't use those as catalyzing moments, as transformational moments, not pivots. Pivots are small. I'm talking about transformational moments. If you don't use them as transformational moments, then they were just entertainment. And I'm into the education piece of it. I want to get better. But I was thrown with so much unbelievable information that even me, who I think I'm a student of it, I think I'm I'm in that realm of people, it still has got me a little bit confused. So I started to write down the structure of what is it that I need to do to be able to make sure that it wasn't entertainment and that it was actually educational and transformational. And I want to share it on today's podcast because learning is a constant for me. I have to be learning. And as I've said to you specifically before, many of my buddies make fun of me. And why do you need all that stuff? I don't know why I need all that stuff, man. I don't know why I need to be in Vegas and then fly back and go to business finishing school and put the pressure of the big book launch party and all that sort of stuff on myself. I don't know, man. I just need to do it. I just love being uncomfortable. I just love it. I freaking hate 
comfortable. Dude, I can't lay in my bed for more than 15 minutes without being ready to move. Sometimes I just get in the car and drive around my town just so I can feel as though I'm moving. It's like I'm always running. I'm always running, 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 running. And if you knew me and you looked at me, you'd realize I ain't running marathons. I'm running from something, man. I'm running towards something or I'm running from something. Some days I'm not sure. In fact, most days I feel as though I'm running from something. I'm running from all those people who said, you're not worthy, you can't do it. You're not good enough, you're stupid, you're fat. But as I get older and I begin to process this education more, I actually begin to feel myself running towards. And what I'm running towards is who the fuck am I supposed to be? What was I put on this fucking earth to do? That's what you get when you go from these two wildly different events, 10x to my buddy Rick Sapio's business finishing school. Business finishing school is all about what is your purpose, man? What the hell are you supposed to do? Like one of the guys uh, who spoke at the 10X Growth Con, Naveen Jain, right? He's a billionaire and he's talking about his moonshot. What is he doing? His, his big mission right now is to fix people's health, to make poor health optional, as he says. And as much as I loved his message of being a moonshot, what is your big idea? Rick Sapio, my buddy, calls it, what is your catalyzing statement, right? And Rick uses the example of Volvo cars. When Volvo cars were really struggling, they changed their catalyzing statement. And Volvo said, we're going to make the safest car on the planet. And they began to attract the most unbelievable quality of people both in the client side, but also in the employee side. They started to get the best engineers the world has ever seen. Why? Because they were like, I want to build the safest car on the planet too. I get that, man. That resonates with me. And so you get caught. What is my catalyzing statement? What am I supposed to do in conjunction with how big can I get? It's confusing. So here's the structure that I started to draw out that I want to share with you. Because I do believe that although Naveen Jain has this amazing moonshot idea, that moonshot idea happens because he's worth a billion. And most people think they have to have this moonshot idea, and the reality is you need some money first. It's far easier for my buddy Sapio, who runs a $3 billion business, or Naveen Jain, who's worth a billion dollars, to talk about catalyzing statements and moonshots. But the reality is you've got to get your piece of the freaking American pie first. That's my message. My message is get your piece of the American pie first and then figure out what the hell you're supposed to do. And I'm in that spot now. I got my piece of the American pie. Now I've got to figure out what can I do. Who am I supposed to be? So when you listen to me, you should get two things from me. My first message is get your piece of the American pie and stop fucking around with it. Get your piece of the American pie. The second component is, yeah, think big. Figure out what you're supposed to be doing with your life. Who are you supposed to be? What are your core values? So let's get started on my checklist. The first thing you have to do is pick your number. I talk about this concept on a previous podcast. I suggest you go back and listen to it. It's called Pick Your Number Podcast. I'm not sure what the number of it is, but you can go back. Dude, you have to know how much money you need. What is that number? 
I've seen so many posts on Facebook from people who take they've taken selfies of themselves in coach, and they're like, no, no more coach for me. You won't see me flying coach to the next 10X Growth Con. I'll be in first class or I'll be in private. You can count on that. Oh, really? You pick your number to figure out what that is? Because I know what the number to fly private is. You need to fly 200 hours a year to justify private. That's the minimum to be able to make flying private work. Why? Because private is about $5,000 an hour to fly private. So what I've chosen to do is backtrack it and say, I'm going to beat the shit out of first class before I figure whether I can fly private. So let's talk about that. A first class ticket for all intents and purposes is about a $1,000 bill both ways, right? So it's a 1000 bucks to fly first class. Well, if you need to do 200 hours to be able to justify flying private, and you want to backtrack it and say, well, I'm just going to start with private uh, with first class like I'm doing, well, that's probably 60 or 70 flights. So that's 60 or $70,000 a year you're going to spend just on flights. That doesn't include Uber. It doesn't include the hotels. It doesn't include the meals. It doesn't include the registration of wherever the hell it is you're going, the activities or the events that wherever you're, it is that you're going. You're out 60 or 70 grand just to fly first class on track to be able to even remotely justify private. I just picked your number for you. You need to be able to pony up 60 or 70 grand. Now, you can include that as a business expense if you want, or if you're not the employer and you can't write it off, you've got to figure out how are you going to handle 60 or 70 grand of after tax money, which is about $100,000. So if you're making 75 grand a year and you're posting on Facebook that you're going to be able to fly first class or, or private to, to uh, the next growth con, dude, you're not even close. You're freaking dreaming about it. It was entertainment for you. Unless you start to pick your number and run the math on it, which I just helped you with. So the number one thing to make sure that it wasn't entertainment and that it was educational is you've got to pick your number. How much freaking money do you need? Run the math. What are your bills? What do they add up to? That is an after-tax number. So what is your pre-tax number? Add 30, 35% tax on top of that. So if you need 75 grand to live call it six grand a month to live, you need $125,000 a year just to break even. So if you want to start stacking and racking cash, you need to make 200 grand. Well, how do you make 200 grand? It's step number two of entertainment or education. You got to understand what fucking platform you're in. Do you have a chance doing what you're doing to make that kind of money? Most businesses do have the ability to provide you with the income that you want to make. At my company, for sure. But you need to make sure that somebody within the platform that you work in, the business you're in, the company you're in, the industry you're in, is making big money. And then you have to follow their lead. And when you follow their lead, what you will find is that the top earners of any industry are experts. They're the best. They're better than everybody else. That's why they're getting paid. And so what do you learn from that? You learn that you have to become an expert. So number one is pick your number. Number two is double check the platform you're in. And number three is become an expert. You have to be great. There is no money for average. Average gets crushed. Experts get paid. Period. 
And that is only going to get more difficult. The one thing I did take away from 10X, and I took away a lot, but the one thing I took away from it is that there is change coming around the corner for all of us. Gary Cardone, Grant's brother, I, in my opinion, was one of the best speeches of the, of the event because he forces us to think about that issue, that everything's going to be changed in about three years. And then from three years from there, it's going to be changed again, and three years from there, it's going to be changed. The, ra- the rate of change is happening at, at a pace that no one ever in the history of human mankind has ever seen. you got to be ready for that, man. And the way you get ready for that is when you become an expert. How do you become an expert? You have to immerse yourself in the platform that you've chosen to be able to achieve the number that you picked. Immersion comes from reading, from research, from talking, from late nights, from weekends, from Sunday night planning sessions to prepare for your Monday. It doesn't come from waking up on Monday and saying, oh, shit, I got to go to work. What am I going to do today? What shit is my boss going to throw at me today? What problems are going to be thrown my direction today that going to fuck up my day? Is it lunch yet? Lunch was good. Yeah. Is it five o'clock yet? What's for dinner, honey? Dude, the players aren't asking those questions, man. You got to become an expert. Number four. I don't know that it's in any particular order. It is in an order of structure, but I don't know that one is more important than the other. Number four is you have to solve problems. Now, I did a Facebook Live not too long ago about this, and I'll use the same story that I did in that Facebook Live here. I have had three different pool companies at my house, two of which... Both sent me emails that said, Dear Mr. Monero, we noticed that there's shampoo, soap, and razors on the side of your pool. We'd like you to know that the shampoo and the soap disrupt the pH levels in your pool, and we'd ask you to stop using them in your pool because your pool isn't happy anymore. And I replied to both of them, You're fucking fired. I don't give a fuck about my pool's happiness. You know whose happiness I give a shit about? Mine. So if you're not going to solve the problem of pH, you're fucking fired. My third pool guy was there. This is three, four weeks ago. He was there. And I walked out while he was cleaning the pool. And I said, hey, let me ask you a question, man. You see that shampoo and that soap? Is that screwing up the pH level in the pool? He goes, of course it is, Mr. Monero. Your pH is screwed up every week because of that. But if that's how you want to use your pool, we support you. And then the guy goes to his truck, his work truck, and he comes back with a rubber ducky thermometer for me. And he says, this is from us to you. Dude, that guy's solving problems, man. He ain't adding to my problems. He's not giving me a hard time about the pH in my pool. He's solving my problem of bad pH in the pool, allowing me the freedom to continue to do what I want. Now, by the way, if if that got a little weird for you, you just need to understand I like cold water swims. The colder the water, the better. So my record this year was 46 degrees, and I try to stay in there for as long as I can. It's usually somewhere between two or three songs on my phone. Because at about eight minutes at 46 degrees, your body starts to shake and uncontrollably. You're not too far from hypothermia at that. But I like that. 
That's why I do the cold water swims. Now, why do I shampoo and shave and all that shit? Because it's multitasking, man. I don't want to go from the pool into the shower. I want to knock it all out at one time. I want to get out of my pool, dry off, get dressed, and get my ass moving for the day. So for me, it's multitasking. I get to shave, I get to shampoo, and I get my cold water swim in. You've got to become a world-class problem solver to be able to make more money and be able to move the needle for net worth and transformation. Now, here's the key to problem solving. You have to solve problems that your client doesn't even know they have. That's when you become a world-class problem solver and you really start to get paid. Because of your expertise in the platform that you picked, because of the number that you need, you get a view that not everybody gets. And it is your job to get highly paid to tell your clients what they don't know. Mr. Jones, you know, my experience is when you buy the International um, with the Max Force engine in it, as a finance company that's financed 10,000 customers over the last 23 years, well over a billion dollars, we just, our clients have bad luck with that engine. We would suggest that you don't buy that. Yeah, but, you know, that truck is underpriced. Well, it's underpriced for a reason, sir. It's because they're having trouble selling that truck because the word is getting out that Max Force engines break down and causes clients heavy repair and maintenance, and they lose business when they buy a $4,000 less priced truck because it has a Max Force engine. We don't want that to happen to you. So I know it looks like a great deal, but there's a reason for it being a great deal. And because we're experts, we know that. I just want to bring that to your attention. See, we're solving problems that the clients didn't, already, didn't know they had. They thought they were getting a screaming deal until they call us. And we tell them the real truth. The challenge when you go to these events, as amazing as 10X was, as amazing as my book launch was, as amazing as my time at business finishing school was this week over the last five days, you have a responsibility for it to not be entertainment and for it to be educational and transformational. I'm your host, Matt Monero. I'll see you down the road. That's our episode this week with your host, Matt Monero. Check us out every Friday at 12 p.m. Central as we discuss money, your life, and how you need more money.